Welcome to Automation Chat. I'm your host, Teresa Hauk, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our partner network magazine. In this episode, our managing editor, Amanda Joshi, is our guest host. And I know you'll enjoy the discussion she has with Andrew Hines from Stratus Technologies and Ron Harrison from Comperio Technology Solutions. These two companies gave a really well-received presentation at Automation Fair 2023, and we're thrilled to have them share that information in this podcast. These two companies gave a really well-received presentation at Automation Fair 2023, and we're thrilled to have them share that information in this podcast. You'll learn how edge computing supports Plex manufacturing execution system solutions by reducing downtime and improving real-time data processing, agility, and performance. But first, it's time for our family-friendly, silly joke of the day. Not to brag, but I made six figures last year. I was also named worst employee at the toy factory. All right, now here's their conversation about how edge computing supports MES. Hi, I'm Amanda Joshi, Managing Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our partner Network Magazine. I'm here today with Andrew Hines of Stratus Technologies and Ron Harrison of Comperio Technology Solution. Andrew and Ron, thank you for being here today. You had a very, very enlightening presentation at the uh, 2023 Automation Fair in Boston that we wanted to highlight here today. And the topic is on the benefits of Plex MES solution powered by edge computing. But before we begin, I'd like Andrew and Ron first to talk a little bit about their company. So Andrew, could you tell me more about Stratus Technologies? Stratus Technologies um, has been around since 1981, um, started out in the telecom and financial areas. And we do a lot of uh, automation um, support with our hardware platforms. So what Stratus is, is a robust virtualization and fault tolerant hardware platform to run your multiple applications um, on the factory floor or in remote areas or in the data center. And Ron, could you tell me a little bit about Comperio Technology Solutions? Sure. Uh, Comparative Technology Solutions has been bridging this gap between the plant floor and the top floor for over 32 years now. And Comparative is playing right in the heart of manufacturing execution systems, or better known as MES for short. Uh, at Comparative, MES is what we do. Uh, we are not an HMI and, and SCADA systems integrator that hooks up all the equipment. Uh, and we're also not an ERP provider uh, either. So we, we actually do MES solutions and integrate with both those layers. Uh, so as of earlier this year, uh, Comperio is proud to actually partner with Plex by Rockwell Automation to deliver MES solutions on their platform as well. That's great. And Ron, I'll start with you as far as how does mm-hmm. MES bridge the gap between the HMI, SCADA, and the enterprise? Sure. So the MES is going to bridge the gap between the HMI and the enterprise by providing a way to collect the data uh, from the HMI systems, uh, the actual manufacturing processes, Uh, and then integrate it with those enterprise systems, such as your ERP and your supply chain management uh, systems. So this allows for better decision-making and optimization of your manufacturing processes. uh, And the systems basically need to provide operational visibility into their manufacturing operations. So what exactly is the MES? (laughs) Sure. Uh, Today's production facilities are really a complex web of raw materials, equipment, shop floor processes, and people all working to solve daily challenges to get product out the door. Uh, All these resources need to be synchronized because you can't make finished products without these resources working on the right things at the right time. 
And as we know, these resources cost money. So what is MES? It's an interconnected system of software that executes what's happening on the manufacturing floor. A system that collects data from the shop floor and provides real-time information to the operators, managers, and other stakeholders. And so what is the scope of a modern MES? How is it different? Sure. When, whenever uh, compare, whenever we speak with uh, uh, customers or a potential customer and, and they tell us that the ERP does this or ERP does that, we like to joke around here that ERP really stands for Excel runs production. Uh, so because ERP systems are really not uh, designed to do this. In all reality, all manufacturers have some sort of MES system. Uh, it could be paper-based. Uh, it could be a shop traveler. It could be Excel. It could be a combination of all of those things uh, that are working in conjunction on a day-to-day basis. So we see this. It's very common that we still see uh, paper and Excel uh, running operations. But uh, conventional modern MES systems still have the, the same things that we've had for, for quite some period of time such as genealogy. Genealogy is where we're tracking the history of that particular product as it's being made. Uh, The tracking and tracing is actually tracking its movement throughout the manufacturing uh, process. Quality control, a lot of people like to think quality control is a function of its own, but we kind of think of quality control as a a function of the MES because this allows us to identify and correct uh, any problems earlier on. And always we have uh, production scheduling uh, as part of that process so we can optimize the efficiency and minimize waste as we go through. Recent years, uh, there's a big emphasis now on incorporating uh, some more things. So customer demands are changing. So they're asking for things like more intelligence and more analytics uh, and putting cybersecurity into their MES systems. So we're also seeing uh, right now a, a surge in artificial intelligence in MES so more predictive analytics and, and machine learning type things. Wow, it's amazing what technology can do. And Andrew, what is data's um, role in all of this? So data's role in all of this is that, as you know, Ron said, we see a lot more in machine learning and AI, or you can make better decisions off the more data that you have. So where this fits is, is with Stratus's platforms, those platforms are sitting closer to the asset, closer to the sensors that are getting this information. So you can collect next to with lower latency and a very robust, high reliability platform, you know, in the six to seven nines range where you don't have any downtime, where you can collect at a faster rate and then be able to send that to an MES system. So you have more data to do calculations and to see how that asset is performing. But where Stratus fits is we provide that robust platform where you don't have any downtime and you can do multiple things. And how does Stratus's edge computing help in those MES solutions? So it's a, for lack of a better term, it's kind of a fire and forget system. So the hardware platform, you're able to load the applications such as an MES, or maybe you have some cybersecurity, or maybe you have some other things, and you can have house that in one box in a fault tolerant platform. And so what that means is, is you can set the box up once, and if there is a failure on a component due to its fault tolerance, that process stays up and notifies the organization that they may have had a failure and need to replace a component. But the main reason is, is that component that stays up. In traditional architectures, when you're doing redundancy or fault tolerance, you're setting up two machines and you have them talk to each other. And with Stratus, you're setting it up once and it just runs. 
So if you do need to replace a component, that is a very easy, you send a field tech out to swap that component out and you don't even have to configure an IP address or configure that application because it is already running due to the fault tolerance. So Andrew, at Automation Fair, you did, when during the presentation, you talked about a food and beverage case study. Could you tell us about that? Um, so with the food and beverage case study, um, we were able to place the gear close to the asset and then using what um, Ron's MES platform, um, able to provide a robust solution to the customer where it needed little maintenance um, for that or configuration just on Ron's side, but from the hardware platform. It provide that simple to use plot, simple to use hardware um, that is robust fault tolerant. And what else, Ron? Did you have anything that you contributed to the food and beverage case study? Yeah, sure. Uh, one of the things that when we went into that uh, uh, project, uh, the customer had a multitude of servers uh, that were working together to try to uh, complete the manufacturing process. So we chose Stratus uh, to put in there for a workload consolidation. Uh, so the customer was doing a lot of manual intervention. So this was a complete Rockwell plant packs system that got installed through all the control. Uh, and then we put an MES system that integrated with that plant packs control. And then we integrated with their Microsoft Dynamics for their ERP uh, to make a seamless solution for this particular customer. And what about there was an oil and gas study that you shared as well? Uh, we have a customer that uh, when we went in, uh, this was a very long sales cycle. But uh, when we started uh, with this customer, they had 36 individual access databases. So these are running across a multitude of servers once again. Uh, so we consolidate that workload onto a Stratus environment so that we had one platform that was fully fault tolerant and up and running uh, completely. Uh, so they had a lot of uh, unplanned downtime, uh, missed orders, uh, a lot of things that were actually happening. So we modernized uh, their MES uh, and then put all of the, the those components onto a Stratus server, which once again, then we integrated with their ERP to provide that seamless operational visibility between all systems. And Andrew, what do you see as the value of Stratus to the oil and gas case study? Yeah. Again, it's that robust platform. And as Ron said, it's the workload consolidation. So you can take where an instance where he was saying multiple servers and consolidate it down into one hardware platform that does those multiple applications in a fault tolerant manner. And especially in oil and gas, a lot of these locations are remote or semi-remote. Um, so you have to take an expensive resource and put them in a truck and go someplace if you have a failure or if you need to configure something. With that, with Stratus platform, that process, if there is a component failure, but we're in the six to seven nines reliability, that process stays up and it is at your leisure that you can go replace that component. It is not an emergency. The process is still staying up. You just go replace that component. Um, so that's the value. Um, the value is in its reduced downtime, but when you do have a failure, it is the, the simple of the replacement. You don't need a talented of a resource to go replace that component compared to the traditional sense. You have to send a more expensive resource and he has to send more time on site to replace that component, configure that component, and then move along. Now, Ron, earlier you mentioned that we talked about the traditional MES versus the modern one. But what would you say are the key differences, differences between that traditional MES and Plex? There's some very key differences with Plex. First off, it's a cloud-based uh, system. With that, Plex is, is a very scalable. Uh, so, And when I talk about scalability, I'm talking about changes in production uh, volumes or complexities. So scalability is going to be vital in smart manufacturing, and Plex does an outstanding job uh, of this. 
Uh, this is important for manufacturers that don't want to have to replace an MES as they grow or change or have to rewrite code to accommodate this. Uh, other things that Plex has, uh, mobility, uh, it, since it's cloud-based, it's available anywhere. So as today, we have a lot of remote teams. So this makes that a, a key component. A big thing is cost savings with Plex. Uh, traditionally, when it takes us three or four months to, to develop just requirements, it's going to take us three or four months or longer to actually develop the code and, and uh, uh, install it, test it, make sure it's actually up and operational. Uh, with Plex, it's something we can de uh, deploy in a matter of weeks. So there's cost savings right there. Uh, the customers also don't have need for hardware upgrades and hardware maintenance and patches and security fixes because this is all being stored in the cloud. Automatic updates. So the Plex code, the Plex team is actually updating that on the fly. So those updates, if there's, if there's something new that needs deployed, it's deployed automatically. It's deployed in the cloud and the customer gets to take advantage of that immediately. Other things that it provides, uh, real-time data and analytics, as we talked about, uh, KPIs and uh, letting customers analyze their data, um, let them make more data-driven decisions. Plex is really good about this. Business continuity and disaster recovery, this is built into the Plex platform. So system failures or un un unforeseen disaster, uh, the data is going to be backed up, can be restored quickly, and, and they're up and running. And the last thing that, they, that really, uh, from our perspective, is the easy integration. So whatever ERP platform they have and whatever SCADA system that they have, we can integrate with those two and have a seamless operational visibility for these customers. Wow, you mentioned a lot of great benefits there. Um, and what are the advantages then of using the Stratus Edge computing system with the Plex MES? Um, yeah, so the advantage is, again, it's that it's that robust platform. What the industry has always done is they put this on little boxes or inexpensive boxes. And I love my analogies. So they've been taking an expensive piece of filet, um, like this was a meal, and they're putting it on a paper plate. And they're putting those individual components on paper plates. And we know what paper plates are when you're eating at a picnic. It leaks through, it breaks, I got to go get a new plate. So what Stratus is, is that robust plate that can hold that whole expensive meal. Um, and if you need to change something or do something additional, you can still use that same plate. Um, so in the longevity of the products, a typical, you know, at refresh cycles are in the two to three year time frame. Stratus is seven plus years, 10 plus years in some cases, depending on the product that will be able to sit and be that robust plate um, that can evolve with the business in a full tolerant manner. And then also, you know, do those other things. And to add to that and Andrew's comments, uh, there is a small footprint of local hardware that's required uh, for a Plex install. So we're doing the local data collection. So if we're running a FT server to run our control, we can run a ZTC Edge device from Stratus to actually run the Plex components to collect that data from the control and then provide it to the cloud, cloud service. So it, it provides a great infrastructure for us. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the ZTC because um, how can that that ZTC insurance enhance like the performance of the cloud MES, specifically with Plex solutions? And that could be Andrew or Ron, you can answer that. Well, I'll answer first. So the ZTC Endurance is a, a new product to Stratus that is built on our 40 plus years, 50 plus years of experience out in the field in being all tolerant platforms. So it is seven nines of availability, um, very fast processing, all NVMe, and will allow the future expansion of being able to put GPUs um, in to do further processing power as the industry evolves and starts to take advantage of those types of applications and needs that type of computing smaller footprint, 
um, very easy to maintain, very easy um, user interface to complement your existing network um, or to enhance your existing network. Again, that robust platform that can hold you know multiple things due to the virtualization. So instead of a bunch of boxes, you could have one ZT's endurance to run all those applications. So you're supporting one hardware platform. And from our perspective, uh, you know, data is the lifeblood of smart manufacturing. Uh, so being able to collect that data and having a reliable hardware platform like Stratus that stays up constantly, uh, an automated uptime layer where we're not going to miss uh, any data uh, as it comes through because we're collecting more and more of this. So that is our preferred choice. So Ron, what would you say are the requirements to a successful MES deployment? Sure. I, I cannot really state strongly enough about uh, communicating clear requirements. And MES system really encompasses many different areas of business. So get a representative from these different areas like quality, uh, engineering, production, maintenance, IT. So I've got five different areas. Uh, an example to this would be as if if we tell those five people, put them in a room, so we're going to put a new production process and we need to put a SCADA system in, all five of us are going to give us give the same answer about what that requires. If we say, hey, we're going to put a MES system in here, we're going to get five different answers because they collect data differently, but an MES is going to encompass all those. So getting representative uh, from each one of those different business areas is key to a successful deployment. Second, selecting a, uh, an MES system is, is more of a decision about buying or building an MES. And I can tell you from over 30 years in, in this business, uh, building an MES system, they don't scale very well. Uh, they're hard to maintain. They're hard to support. And there's not many true MES systems that are out there. Most of them are built. Uh, so Plex, having the ability to have a configurable platform, uh, it makes a, a very key and a, and a more rapid uh, deployment. A third key to a successful deployment would be finding a qualified team. Uh, find a company that specializes in MES. Don't, don't find an ERP provider that does manufacturing software or don't find a systems integrator that does HMI systems that knows something about this. Find a company that specializes in MES. And why is that? Because uh, during your deployment, you're gonna work with all three of those teams. So the, the systems integrator are gonna provide a lot of data up to the MES, and there's a lot of that information that needs to be summarized through the MES and then gets to the ERP so that the upper level management can see it and we can, we can ship our products. As in all products, Buy-in from key stakeholders is critical to the success of all projects. We also suggest at Comparo, uh, when you plan for your deployment, that you take this in smaller chunks. You don't do a big bang implementation. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do some smaller chunks and let the customers get that immediate ROI to the product. And then we can slowly uh, add the other components as we go forward. And last, uh, always ongoing uh, training and support. Have that uh, available for, for your, your users. And I will say this, modern MES systems have training built into the products, so no one should feel left behind. And Andrew, what are your key takeaways? Key takeaways is when you're choosing a edge or a, um, or a server that is close to that asset, you want to be able to choose something that is going to grow with the business and be a robust platform that you're not going to have to spend a lot of resources or you're going to have to budget to refresh every two or three years. You want something that's going to be able to grow, um, you know, at least five or plus years. Um, you want enough horsepower processing power. So just don't size for right now. You want to be able to size for the future and then also the supportability. If there's something that goes on, how are you going to support that device? 
Um, do you want that to be easy to be hard? What I traditionally see the industry is, is they put cheaper hardware in and then they spend a bunch of money in maintenance. So don't cheap out on the hardware is my takeaway. Choose a robust platform that can complement and grow with the business. Well, thank you guys for chatting with me today about this valuable information and sharing it with our listeners. Um, the presentation was very, very well received at Automation Fair, and um, I appreciate you guys taking the time out to talk with us today. And if you want to learn more, um, check out the links in the episode description. I'm Amanda Joshi, the Managing Editor of the Journal, and thank you for listening. If you enjoy Automation Chat, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for listening.